0: Mr. Malenga, welcome to the show, sir. Yeah, what's up? Hey, I could, I, I could just imagine how tedious your days get. I mean, your day just started, but it is, it almost seems like as if it's getting to the climax. I,
1: I actually didn't sleep.
0: So. I beg your pardon?
1: I didn't sleep so um my, day, my, day, my 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 pretty much Just continue,
0: <laughs> so you're ran, you're running past the 24 hour mark yeah man my 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 how many cups of coffee are you running on i actually don't drink coffee What? so how, how, i'm I'm lost for words i'm how are you still operating even when you don't have anything else to keep you moving um i
1: guess a lot of
0: sugar. I take a lot of sugar, I guess. Ah, a lot of sugar, so you have a lot of sucrose running through your blood that it keeps you uh, unfortunately, and unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm
1: going to pay for it when I'm like, like 50 or 40.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? By 50 or 40, you have enough to actually suck it all out. <laughs> I, I, I received that blessing. <laughs> Uh, so I'm um, I'm just going to tell somebody
1: I I don't know have you started recording?
0: For sure, we already started recording.
1: Oh fantastic. Um, I just wanted to make sure that nobody disturbs me because I mean someone might open the
0: door.
1: Okay. So uh, let me just um, it's Okay. If
0: they open, just ignore it. Okay. Oh oh, could you like a sticky notepad and just stick it at the door? Okay. Cool. That that could do. I could give you thirty seconds. Yeah. Oh uh,
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. You do
2: that. Alright. it just
1: Are
0: Yes. You back on? Uh,
1: I hope you didn't hear me shouting at people.
0: Don't worry, we'll edit it out. I hope it didn't seep through, but I I didn't hear nothing as well.
1: Okay, no problem. Um, sorry, Let's let's do this, sir. Huh? Because um, uh, yeah. I was, I I think I I kind of uh I scheduled another meeting.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, luckily I didn't schedule it that. At 11 a.m. Um, because I think I I think my brain was telling me that I had a meeting today. That's why I just said room
3: to be safe. Eh? Yeah.
1: Right. So like when you step to the text, I was like, Oh my god, this was the meeting. Yeah. And yeah. I like, oh, didn't. I did, it. <laughs> <laughs> god, I did it. But anyway, it's okay. So it was. I'm cutting it close, but it's fine. Let's just do this.
0: All right. Cool. So um. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I, never, I never do the orthodox introduction because I feel like it's, it's something that is so misused and abused and I just feel like I wa- always want my listeners, my audience, to get like a feel of the person in real time. You mm-hmm. know, that's why we actually got into your routine, your morning routine, how you actually went 24 hours past and you're still operating and you're taking sugar. You know, so that says a lot about someone's personality without them introducing themselves.
1: Right off the bat, <laughs> I just I just started
0: I just started the podcast and everyone knows
1: everything about me. Precisely,
0: you know. So <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So man. my my audience yeah. is actually already used to this culture. Here, I never we never like do a hey, he's this this is this is this, this now. We just want to know the person at that moment in time, you know. Because I feel like we are all realists in the moment and not in the past or in the future, but right in the moment.
1: That, that, that's fair, uh, that's fair. Uh, uh, at least um, I can say that the podcast, that means that your podcast is going to be just a bit different because usually I'm given time to prepare but you've got me right in the middle of of work, right? And exactly. I super rough, so it's really interesting. Yeah,
0: you get a bone marrow of, of your day, of who you are, you know, versus... Uh, and actually funny how, uh, I was actually speaking to some people and I was trying to get some ideas. Of how mm-hmm. you know like podcasting is done and blah blah and people be like hey you actually need to give the people questions and all and blah 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 blah, and I was like man I don't want this to be like a news anchor, mm-hmm. you know where people just come with uh, edited answers and they already have a script, you know <laughs> and <they're> just gonna <laughs> yeah, that's just gonna give you some but nonetheless um let the people know who you are and what you're all about. Okay cool
1: um is that a question or um.
0: <laughs> well, it could be it could be a question, it could be whichever way that you'd like to take it, take it anyhow.
1: Okay, fine. Like um my name is Raymond Malinga, and I am the CEO of the creatures animation company here in Kampala, Uganda. And um, we make cartoons. So that's a summary of who I am. Yes.
0: Quite amazing, quite amazing for sure. So let's get into this and uh, let's put all the foolishness aside. Like for the most part we always start with a little bit of you know just cliche catching up with who the guest is and you know what is all about, blah 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 mm-hmm. But nonetheless, um tell me about Mr. Okech. <laughs> well Mr Okech from from Calabanate My Homework. Um Mr. Yes. Ketch
1: is the, the 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 embodiment of 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 um, that teacher that we all know,
2: yeah.
1: Right. So um, I, he might have not he or she might have not been called Mr. Ketch, yeah. But but Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ketch is just the uh, the combination of all those experiences yeah. with that teacher, and so mm-hmm. Mr. Ketch is pretty much that the embodiment of that, and uh, <laughs> that's pretty much how we came came about. We we were just like, who is that one teacher that everybody Everyone seems to have that teacher, that they feared, they, that they were so strict and something, mm-hmm. and like, everyone had different names. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, we just fell in love with the name. We, we, we went around with different names, but I don't know, Mr. O'Ketch just sounded really strict. I think there was one person who had a Mr. O'Ketch. Okay. I think so. I, don't, I can't remember, because there were so many names flying around, and then Mr., we just landed on Mr. O'Ketch. It just sounded very, very sharp. Clinical uh-huh. business, right? So, <laughs> so I don't know. Just that is like like a name to be feared. Anyone named okay to catch is to this. I don't mean that your name is <laughs> to be clear, but, but, uh, but I mean like it just just not appropriate.
0: <laughs> what was your personal like worst experience with a uh, Mister O'Ketch in double quotes? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've, I've listened to so many people's stories that I just give away a story that's not mind mine so probably. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think you know when you, when you're making this kind of film, yeah, you kind of dive into you, you force yourself to revisit your past, right? Yeah. Um, and so I revisited a lot of people's past. It seems that in my head I'm like, and I, I I remember I remember one guy telling me that that. He, he he was punished by a teacher mm-hmm. and he told him to fetch water in a jerican, 30 liter jericho, using a teaspoon. Ah. And I was like now like that's not my experience, but
2: yeah.
1: the thing is that like uh, we were getting all kinds of stories and like if, if you ask me about mine Yeah, well, I don't know. Like I don't I just remember I was painful for, for writing my four badly, the number four badly. Right? Like yeah. like really took, I can't name names, but this teacher really took the writing book number 4 really, really seriously. Yeah. And I was paying for it and I was like, who takes, who takes this stuff that seriously? <laughs> and, so like, and that's why, like, people can put it, a picture a like math teacher. And uh, so I just thought that it's nice. like, it's a combination of like,
0: just math teachers because I, I really feel like you know the the stipulation of the math in particular because every single person that had an issue with the teacher that teacher had to be you know a math teacher do, do, do you think there's a stigma against the subject I, I
1: don't i don't know i don't think so i think it has something to do with the fact that maths is one of the most important subjects in any school Yes. Yeah. And usually, I think they attach one of the strictest teachers there because mm-hmm. they have to learn that come what me. So probably mm-hmm. it's because of that. I don't know why, but although we did get different examples of like chemistry teachers, there was a science, biology teacher, but we just went with math because it seems like a very universal. A lot of people fear math. <laughs> I don't know. So like we just thought it was appropriate to embody yeah. people's fear of math and a very strict teacher as well. So, um, yeah, So
0: that's what I think. You know, honestly, actually, when, when I watched it, and that was back in 2017, of course, I watched oh. it and I I really felt like you people hit it right on the head. You know, it's, at the very moment I saw Matt on the exercise book, I was like, oh, dude, this is... <laughs> <laughs> ah, you your A, right. you read your right. that's a
1: question, <laughs> you saw that. So, like, that's like a subtle thing, We just put... Yeah, but you never mentioned it in the film itself.
0: Yeah. yeah. So you actually mentioned as well that you were doing computer science before you went to Malaysia, and you did it for a semester, two semesters.
1: I uh, I I left in my second semester, first
0: year. Ah, um, yes, you knew. So, okay.
1: Yeah, I I was doing computer science in in Makerere University. Yeah. Um, and then I, I I I I had been applying like for almost six months. Like trying to prepare, trying to find a school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then uh I wasn't really actually um I, I was hopeful that I would get it.
2: Mm-hmm. get
1: in, But I, I don't know. Like, you know, like it's animation at that time yeah. when the animation, I even had no idea if they would even accept me, any school yeah. would accept me because they're like, what are you gonna do and doing animation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do want to do animation? So like I don't know, it was just one of those things that because it was a shot in the dark. Yes. And um, when I just started talking to the university and they started getting back to me and saying, oh, we received this, we received that, I started getting encouraged,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then finally they um, they accepted me. And I, I remember this very distinctly because mm-hmm. um, it had taken a while, and the semester started,
0: the second mm-hmm.
1: semester started, and I obviously... As a, as a young man, I said, "Yo, man, I'm I'm not studying so because I have no more. I was going to you go. right?" And and uh, what was very very funny about this was that like um, the semester just kept on going, and like the the I remember we were supposed to report I think in June. Yeah. And um, I, 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 I just don't know. It was just it at all. My yeah. parents like, what if they don't say it? What if they don't say it? And now you have to just like repeat the semester. So yeah. I hadn't paid school fees yet. Uh-huh. And, and like my mom told me, um, okay, just go and pay the school fees. So just in case, because you can't pay uh-huh. the like, yeah. school so. Yeah. so then I was telling her, no, 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 don't get back to me course. like I had no proof that they would. Yeah, yeah, so I yeah. I I, the day I paid the school fees, when yeah. I came back, I received an email that had been accepted, and I was like, "Jesus Christ, that money will never get back."
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was very uncanny. The thing was very uncanny, actually, because like I had, had like the I had, had the, the money with me. they had given it to me. I had, had I had it with me like for a while.
3: Yeah.
1: And I was like that's waiting because like, my hope was like maybe if I didn't pay the school fees and they accepted me, maybe that could like, contribute to my pocket money for when sure. I want to go over there, right? Definitely. So, then it it's, it's a, like I I checked the email, yeah. Went to pay the school fee, then came back and checked the email, and then the the acceptance letter was there. I was like,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs> so it was just so, Why did you write a letter to the university to give you a refund? No, man,
1: no, no. <laughs> I thought about it. I thought about it, and then I thought about uh, I thought about the love the love of money. Yeah,
0: yeah yeah.
1: And I was like. I don't think years so. are going to release the money. <laughs> I was like, they want to release me, so I just said, you know, I, I cut my notes. I told my mom, so I was like, oh my god, I can't believe we paid this stupid. I was like, I'm I telling you not to pay, but anyway, I don't blame my
0: address
1: Yeah. It's it's, but it was cool. It was that's just part of the story, and here I am telling it.
0: Yeah. How how I I can I can imagine you have a very profound relationship with your mother. Uh, me.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I would, I would, press to assume that you are way more closer to your mother than your father. Mm. You mention your mother very continuously, and whenever you do, you oh, no,
1: no, no, no. Uh, yeah. I, I just mentioned her because she was relevant to that part of the story. My dad has another part of the story that is relevant to. He, he made me pitch to him why I should do animation. Oh, what was the topic? Uh, yeah, 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 he told me that yeah, you're not just applying for something; you have to prove that you really know what you're going to do. Yeah, um, and so um, I, 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 act- he was really helping me with admission. Like I used to go to his offices, the internet and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So he was with me in the journey. Mm-hmm. He tried to apply to America first, but it yeah. like expensive. And then he told me, you know what? Um, he actually gave me this advice. He told me that um, he put this in me. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and he told me that you know if you really want to do this thing it won't matter where you go yeah um just work work hard regardless of where you go because america is like the peak place eh? yeah that's so like, with america but it was so expensive so yeah. what i did is that i found malaysia and i said you know malaysia is not america because uh, we have been watching hollywood movies mm-hmm. so I, I said, you know what? yeah um i have watched watching malaysia so, like I, was like, I was like, it doesn't matter. I'll go there and I will, I will work as hard as, as anyone. like it, uh, yeah. So, that's the thing. So, like, my, my dad yeah yeah, he made me pitch. Like, it was like a small pitch, like informal pitch, but still, sure, I had to really tell him what I was going to do. I remember telling him that I wanted to do advertising
2: yeah.
1: and help people like um like tell unique stories with brands and stuff but in the back of my mind to be honest I just wanted like create anime. By that time mm-hmm. I was really cool and I really wanted to anime. I loved anime. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, um I'm just gonna tell this guy I going to commercials but I just went find out how anime is made. Yeah. So so <laughs> which is funny because <laughs> I don't know. I think he he kind of knew yeah.
2: that
1: I was I was like like I knew. I think he knew I didn't know if I would be tattooing, but make cartoons cartoons, and I think like that. That a sort of big um of confidence for him to still let me go. Cause mm-hmm. that, like that's in 2010. That's that's unheard of back then. People going to study a course like animation. For sure. Yeah. And so the thing is that like I give my parents props, both of them, mom and dad, like um for for letting me go. They were a bit apprehensive at the point. But
2: then they were
1: like, yo, this guy seems to know what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So they they trusted me enough to, to
0: let me go. So I thank them for that. I'm Close to both of them. Yeah, for sure. Could you could you paint for the people a visual of your first day in an animations class?
1: Oh, my first day in an animation class.
0: Yeah, what oh. was it like? Because I do understand you didn't have any you didn't have any graphics or art experience. You know, oh, yeah. what's going for the animation course, but nonetheless, you know, you you took the leap. You know, so yeah, yeah. as someone that actually is typically green about the subject matter, but still had the confidence to walk into the room, what was it like?
1: Yeah, so this is the thing. I I originally wanted to be a novelist, right? A I second. really wanted to be an author, to write book stories. And when I discovered animation, I, I realized that it was something that would allow me to actually visualize the thoughts I had in my head and the words that I had on a page.
0: How did you so, discover animation, though? your pardon? How did you discover it?
1: Um yeah so um I I actually wrapped my brain around this and because you know sometimes you you don't really remember you know yeah um but I think I can actually um, besides like. Watching cartoons and everything, people say, "Oh yeah, when I saw this cartoon, I fell really in love with it." But yeah. I actually really thought deeply, and I remember the moment. I think I was in, I remember the moment I like, was baby. I think I was in my like, senior two. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was, um, there was a student in the higher class, senior three,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who who had done like some sketches on a page. mm mm-hmm. Of like a stickman doing a coffee and yeah. he was telling me that those things were yeah. free, and he was practicing animation. And I was like, what do you mean animation? Like, I think that stuff?" was like, yeah, yeah. if you put these things together, they actually create movement. And I had been doing this stuff in my book yeah. all along, you know, being yeah. the corner of the book, but yeah. I didn't know that that was animation. Yeah. So I, I actually kind of created that moment of seeing the stick figures yeah. as the moment when I realized, oh, wow, I can actually create something and make it move. Even if I've been doing it before, but that was the first moment beginning the intention of. And, and to answer your question about subconsciously the, the listeners' hunger, about yeah. what it was like to be in the in the room. Yeah. Well, I I I, I went in with one thing. I told myself I really love writing,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: and I told and I had this from that you know sometimes the best way to learn a lot of other things is to find one thing that you're good at Mm -hmm. and then like that thing will give you the confidence to kind of tackle other things. Right? Mm -hmm. So the thing is that what I did is that I went in and I latched to the fact that I really loved writing
2: Yeah.
1: and um, I'm not going to tell you that I knew proper writing format and everything, but yeah. I knew that I loved writing. I was confident that when it came to telling a story I could tell a story. Yeah. So I last went to that and I said it doesn't matter if people can't draw, like people can draw better than me. It doesn't matter if people know colour better than me. Yeah. But I will do that when they start asking for the story stuff, yeah. I will I will Always be amongst the people they mention in class. Sure. <laughs> That's what I show myself, right? Yeah. So, like, um, but slowly i slowly. It was really difficult, to be honest, because I, it was intimidating. I really engaged my lecturers and I had wonderful lectures. I, I, I'm actually incredibly fortunate that I had those lectures that yeah. actually cared. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I just I'm a guy from Uganda, but my, yeah, yeah, yeah. my lecturers—they're like <laughs> amazing Malaysian artists, and they are like I, I'm like man, I don't understand how to shape this. Thing. And yeah. again, in his time to really help me.
2: Yeah. and
1: uh, I'm still friends with those lecturers, by the way. I kept a good relationship with nearly all of my lecturers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, I, I, I just—it was really intimidating because, you know, in Uganda there's this push for. At the time, and right now it's starting to change. But at the time, there was only a push for science, and science, and science. And yeah, yeah. And the arts were kind of looked at as, um,
0: as a disservice. As,
1: yeah, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> oh, you didn't do that. You're not a cool guy. Yeah. And what was what was ironic about the situation is that I was doing a science uh, combination in my A level. Yeah. And yet I was always hanging out with the arts.
0: Which combination uh, was that?
1: I did a PEM PEM T D for those for those listening that only do three or well, is it three subjects now? Yeah, now used to do four subjects. So
0: actually, um, me too, I did PEM as well.
1: <laughs> I did PEM technical drawing and I was actually really good at technical drawing. Yeah. And uh, everyone was putting me on this path of, of becoming an architect and I uh-huh. to an architect yeah. Yeah. Um but I was always hanging out with the artists and and my a lot of my friends were in the arts class and yeah. I loved like when I would listen to like the history, I sat in for a couple classes like illegally.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: you uh, would hear like in the early days, like in F five when they don't know who is who yeah. so um so you listen to guys talking about like the history classes and it's like it's so engaging, right? But the yeah. thing is that I didn't want to be clear like the exam about these things they just wanted to hear the story, right? So, <laughs> so the thing is that like there yeah, so as a students with the heart but I'm, I'm an a an student. So yeah. that was interesting. So the thing is that like I went in I went there and like um you know you never know what skills you have on you that might actually be relevant to your journey. Because yeah. when I got to animation I quickly found out that animation was not just art, it was the combination of art and science coming together, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of things that were relevant in my programming uh, semester. Of I was really good at programming at the time um, I, for for in in my computer science first semester. Yeah. And and I found out later on, I went there to do 2D animation, which is growing and I was mm-hmm. being frustrated. And one of my lecturers, I'll never forget, my lecturer said that, hey, man, you know, you might be a 3D animator. Yeah. And I was, I was so against it because I wanted to do all these cool anime things. I was yeah. Then he told me, just give it a chance. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I wasn't interested in that stuff. So, like, one I... When I actually gave it a chance, I was like, "Wow, I actually love 3D more." I'm like, "Great! You mean I only have to design the character once?" Oh, this is over simplification. So mm-hmm. so I only have to design a, draw the character once, yeah. and then I can move it around forever without drawing it again. Mm-hmm. So like that's like a dream to a person who doesn't know how to draw really Yeah, fast. yeah, yeah, for sure. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I immediately latched <laughs> to that, and I think that I came into my own in my degree once the 3D classes started.
2: Yeah,
1: um, because uh, you could show your text or prowess there mm-hmm. much better than, uh, so like, I, I, I don't know, that, that's kind of, I, I'm
0: summarizing and sticking around that, like, the journey over that. Yeah, for sure, honestly, it, it's quite an incredible journey to listen to, and I do know for sure there are very many people that could relate, because uh, it, it turns out that most of the people, actually 87% of people, end up actually getting a shift in what they want versus what they get. You know, exactly. and, and you know, it, it never happens the way we want it, but often it happens depending on how much effort we put into it. But nonetheless, I would like you to speak to the people about your first project, the White Collar Time.
1: Man, you've done your research. Eh? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so White Collar Time actually is my graduation film, and I did it along with uh, two, three people actually, but we lost one of the. Uh, uh he, he had to leave the school for of some circumstances. So we did our, our final project as three. But the other teams had four people. Yeah. And uh briefly we actually quit our final year for like about three weeks. Yeah. And um one of my uh lecturers I have to mention him here called Mr Azlar, may he rest in peace.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Mr Azla I will never forget he called us into his office yeah. and he gave us a lecture on life. Mm. And he told us to to keep going, right? Yeah. Because if we didn't keep going we we'll would always think that he's talking okay too quick. Yeah. And and so we just kept on powering through. We were always behind. Remember we had decided to stop <laughs> to stop like the So two three weeks were like three I think two weeks behind. And we kept on going, kept on going, kept on going. And we finally finished White Collar Time, which is pretty much uh, it's uh, it's our student short film, um, our graduation film, the three of us.
2: Yeah.
1: And we uh, it's about uh, basically a white collar worker that um, really living this mundane life, and he gets this opportunity to to to, to, to change his circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, um, and White Collar Time, we we I don't know why I'm just going to say this now, but if, uh, but I think we had. For our year, at least, we had the most successful film because mm-hmm. um, our our student film is uh, it won some local awards in Malaysia. We also went to Japan. We handed in one of my teammates was Indonesian, so he handed it in in Indonesia, and we won an, an Indonesian award. Then we went to Japan, yeah. so um, it was really, really, really um, one of those experiences that I did expect to have. Mm-hmm. and early on in my career, if you can call it a career.
0: Yes, that's the name that
1: And I was like, wow, I'd always wanted to go to Japan, remember the answer that.
0: <laughs>
1: so the thing is, like when I said, yo, we're going to Japan? I yes. said, what? Okay, yes. we have to go to Japan. I didn't yes. need to have to go to Japan. So that was cool, and I met a lot of cool people there. So I'm mm-hmm. friends with a few of them, still, still a few of them, so yeah.
0: What was the most memorable, uh, what was the most memorable Experience you had in Japan?
1: Ah, most memorable experience. Yes. yes. Now you see, we I I went with uh with uh, we were the three of us, but yes. one of us didn't. Uh, he he was staying at the hotel, yes. right? And the I I went with my other teammate, um and we were staying. We decided to stay. I'm saying decided, but we didn't really have an option. <laughs> over, so we, had, <laughs> we decided to stay like in the suburb. And so we stayed like in a paper house um uh, it was really cold yeah, uh, but like uh, we, we we experienced like a few Japanese paper houses mm-hmm. and then, um I think I think like I could talk about Japan forever, that's like a another podcast. i love my god, I love the experience that I had yeah. in japan, yeah like, I, mean, I can't even I can't even begin to experience I want to go back um. <laughs> but, but. It, I can't, I can't, I can't, we'll be here for him if I talk about that <laughs> So let's just move along, it was cool. That's my summary.
0: Thanks. For sure, for sure. I, I'd, like to, I'd like to wonder though, let's say uh, you didn't have to work for more than 24 hours prior. What does your morning routine look like? What would it look like?
1: Well, my morning routine, well, I'm trying to ease into this thing, uh, like a routine where I write every morning, that's what I'm trying to get into. Okay. Uh, but because I have responsibilities in the company right now, um, and the company is still young, we have to keep on feeding it. Yeah. Um, you, I just, I'm also setting up a lot of, a lot of, um, what's it called? And a lot of uh, dominoes. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: yeah? Kind of like going in all directions, uh, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to make sure that everything is falling into place. Yeah. Um, but. What I would do is that I would wake up and write every morning because I really love, I really love getting some thoughts, yeah. thoughts in my head onto a page, um, because I have a lot of things that I've written down. I I write everywhere, and that's how I compensate for it. But the routine that I would I would want to get into be wake up, take like a cup of tea because I don't take coffee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then.
0: Is there a particular reason why you don't take coffee?
1: Yo man, I'm super hyper man. I'm super hyper. The energy is so bad. Yo, there's a time, (laughs) this is is me, this is me, without coffee and I can stay like 24, 36 hours. Yeah. When I take coffee, there's a time I took coffee and I don't know. I, I I don't have a number for it but I know week I was going to for a long time. I'm not going to set up it's like like a week or four days, hours. What I can tell you is that like I pro- I I slept yeah. but I would wake up like after thirty minutes 'cause I just I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. Yeah. So I haven't I have taken coffee in a while yeah. and um I uh, I I can just take like the occasional maybe mocha or the occasional um like what? What can I say? Like like coffee is added into something like yeah. coffee, ice cream, I, coffee can or like I can I can take stuff like that. But all I can cake. But even when I take those things I, I don't know why, but I actually feel some jolt of yeah. energy. Yeah. And maybe it's becoming psychological. Maybe I'm just mad right now, but I don't know. But like <laughs> I do know my experience with coffee and it's very tough, So I, I try my best. Actually I don't try my best, I just don't take coffee.
0: Yeah. No, so let me know because I do understand. You know, after you after you graduated, you got a job with Wow no, W actually, A W. Actually, no, I did You told us after I graduated. I, I got hired before I
1: graduated.
0: Okay, okay. Apologies for that. Apologies for that. I got I got my research a little bit messed up, but <laughs> <laughs> but later on, you also talk about going back to your employer, and you had to share with them some of the things that you were doing, and they asked you. And, and you had you had a brief conversation with them, and they, they literally questioned your ideas, or perhaps your intent. What was that conversation like? What, what did you guys talk about? What did he tell you?
1: They talked about Well. Yes. Oh, well, well
0: after, after you left, well I do I do recall you mentioned yeah. leaving wow well and came back to Uganda, Uganda. on the twenty second of December two thousand fourteen. Yep. Yep. And then you decided to start the company on uh, the, the on the first of January two thousand fifteen with your brother, yep. who totally had almost nothing, you know, in experience with with the field, but got to learn of course on the acalavanda. No, but 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 to give him
1: some credit, to give him some credit, yeah. um, he had as much as I had when I was born in yeah. Malaysia. It's yeah. the difference different than now I have studied, right? Mm-hmm. So I I personally. I, I I looked at that and I was like, that's all I can ask for because that's all that I had also. So yeah, like uh, for me, I feel like people have less than that. For sure. So Yeah. So I wouldn't want to like say like he had nothing. I feel like mm-hmm. he had some.
0: Uh, yeah. My apologies. My apologies. The concept <laughs> in the <laughs> world is a little bit oh, yeah. If you're listening to this, you have my apologies on air. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, I'd li- I'd like to know. Do you, Do you still remember the conversation you had with your employer? And if you do, what did he tell you?
1: Um, I can't I can't remember it like verbatim, But what I will say is that um, so I went back after a year of 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 being here in Uganda. Yeah. And um, you see, it's not really much of what he said, mm-hmm. but it's more like what he reminded me of. Mm-hmm. But before I left. Um, Malaysia in 2014. Yeah. And that like for the months that I've been working with Wow, I really, really used to spend a lot of time with the CEO and trying to understand what it takes to run a company.
2: Mm-hmm. And I used to
1: tell him how I would try to do things. What my idea is. What my vision was. What I wanted to do when I got home. Yeah. And when I spent that first year back at home, it was really complicated because like it's a completely different ball game. Mm-hmm. You come back to Uganda thinking that you're going to change everything. Yeah. And then you realize that you have to kind of respect how the systems work and kind of learn them yeah. and then change them from within. Mm-hmm. So when I went back to Malaysia well, in twenty fifteen for my graduation, what happened was I she asked me what have you been doing? Um mm-hmm. and I showed him the stuff that we had been doing. Then he just started telling me but he told me that you wanted to do a film, to do a series, to do this mm-hmm. yep. stuff
2: so
1: wanted to do as teammates to
2: yeah.
1: grow. like He reminded me about a lot of things, and I was like, you know, the truth is that I did want to do this thing, but for some reason I feel like maybe the pressure was too high
2: mm-hmm.
1: that, that year. Yeah. And just hearing that from somebody who kind of like reminds you of who you were like a year ago,
3: yeah,
1: I kind of got a jolt of energy that I really needed. Mm. And um, and I, I recognize the importance of actually talking to people who probably are not around you all the time or traveling. This is what they call travel. Like when people travel and then like your mind kind of resets, itself, right? Yeah. Um, and you kind of see things from a third-person perspective or situation, yeah. right? Yeah. But I, I, I realize that by just talking to somebody, um, the, like you can also get the same effect without traveling sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right, just listening to people's stories and stuff like that. So, he, he just reminded me of who I was a year prior. And so I came back on the plane and immediately I landed I just said, I told my brother we're doing a Calabander at my homework and we're going to just start.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. So, so that's, that's, in a nutshell, I can't remember exactly what he said about that. That's pretty much, he just reminded me of who I was.
0: Do you feel like the conversation that you had with him contributes to the drive that you have today?
1: Um, contributed to what?
0: Do you feel like the conversation, like the reminder that he perhaps instigated in you, mm. contributes significantly to the drive and tenacity yes. you move with today?
1: Definitely. Uh, definitely. And actually, he's still my mentor right now. I still talk to him. And um, what's very interesting about this is that, um, you see, what that conversation did for me is that it just helped me find a method to, to the chaos. Yeah, and the method to the chaos was simply, I had been doing it all along, but I just didn't know that it was a method. So,
2: mm.
1: what I do usually, and I, I, and that's why I'm very open to talking to people, mm. because when you talk to people, it records a point in time in your life. Yeah, right. And what it does is that when you meet those people again, um, they, they, they remind you or they ask you, and see, some people think of this as pressure. Oh my God, people asking me what's going on.
0: Yeah, they hold you accountable.
1: Yes, they hold you, and, and I love being held accountable. Like if I say something, I, I I don't take it lightly when I say it. Yeah. And I want to, because I hold myself accountable, but sometimes I forget, or oh, I get lazy, or you know, I get procrastinate,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: people come around and they tell you things, and you're like, wow, okay, so, um. Like I have to, I have to to do something about this. And and what's even more beautiful about that, to anyone saying, oh my god, I don't want to tell people what I'm doing or I don't want to talk to people, you don't have to tell them everything. You just have to tell them enough that they can that you can hold yourself accountable because you told somebody. And um, I, I, the thing about it is that when you do achieve something. All those people will say, Oh my God, he has a witch doctor. Oh my God, <laughs> he has a, he a man, he Those things that people say, right? All those people will say that um, um, you have receipts, receipts that go all the way back to like 2009, and Ooh. people saw you talking, mm-hmm. and people saw you struggling, people saw you failing in an art class.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I remember in 2010 when I reached Malaysia, they, they they told all of us to like say, oh, who are you, blah blah blah, what do you want to do, who are you doing this course? And I remember I, I declared confidently that I'm going back to start a company in my country. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is that I had no man, dude, I couldn't draw, I couldn't do a lot of things, and and there I was declaring. But so I I feel like I have I have like very a very good connection with a lot of my classmates, and I like to believe. Um, it, it's because
2: yeah.
1: um there are enough receipts there for people to know that like, oh, this guy is actually going on that journey and and um, and we remember him at a point in time. And so yeah, even this podcast to me is the same thing. Like I, I'll I'll see things here and um and hopefully I achieve them, you know? Yeah. But I, I, I just say them not because I'm saying, You see, you wait and see. Uh-huh. Eso es
0: Trying to explain with some, like you know that sometimes when you try to, something makes so much sense to you because you know you did mention going to offices and like talking to people, not necessarily offices but just like sharing your idea with people and everybody was looking at you like you had grown a second head, you know, how, how, did, how did you deal with that kind of rebukement, you know, even when you saw it made a lot of sense but someone was like, Kalawanda, what you mean, like what are you guys, you know, how, how did you deal with that mentally?
1: Well it wasn't easy, but frankly um I don't blame them. um I don't blame them because probably somebody came to me um with with the same idea. I'll probably listen to them because I love listening to people when they come to talk but i I don't know if I would have I would just tell them to go and try it out
2: yeah. like,
1: there's one thing telling them to go and try it out and encourage them, then there's another thing putting your money into it takes a lot of confidence to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: don't blame people for not putting their money into things. I probably would put money into something now because mm-hmm. uh of the jelly I've given I think I'll give book mm-hmm. But the thing is that when I when I look at it I say I, I, I just I just look at it as um my brother and I walked around and I guess we were just really curious to figure out okay let me speak for myself. Um I think I was just really curious to figure out how all this stuff would work.
2: And yeah. telling
1: people and them rejecting you and all this stuff, I just see it as part of the journey. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, now I know I shouldn't say this. Now I know I shouldn't do this. Now I know um, it's going to be hard to get money from people. Yeah. So what's the other option? And we went through that like, I think relatively fast, right? Because we got rejection after rejection, 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 rejection. It felt like a long time sense but in mm-hmm. in hindsight, it's not really that long. Yeah. So. So I I don't know I I personally just look at it as a as um as, as a learning process. And, uh, it's part of the journey. Like one day someone who is is fearing to go out there, the worst thing that can happen is they say no.
0: Mm.
1: So, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. they are worse things, obviously, they can beat you, slap you, yeah, but I don't sure. think they're
0: going to do that, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> <got> but, <you're... laughs>
1: but, but what, what people fear the most is that that rejection, being mm-hmm. told no. And I think that if you go in knowing that that's the worst thing that can happen, mm-hmm. um, if that's what you fear the most, when you receive it, you'll be like, okay, um, have a plan for when they say no, have a plan for when they say yes. and um, mm-hmm. and, and just go with it, that's what I think.
0: So how do you move on with the no? Because for the most part, you know, sometimes we tend to put in a lot of effort into preparing something and, you know, you you run it through many iterations. You know, like you said, you actually did run the idea of Calavanda, like giving people a a share of, a feel of the story, you know, and trying to just get, uh, you know, the concept from the people that will perhaps be feeding off of the story, you know, so, how can people actually get to breast themselves for the no, even when they have done their best to to get a yes?
1: Well, I think I think personally, why are you going around and looking for people? Are you going around to be just to justify that your idea is great? Hmm. Um,
2: okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> because we were going around to figure out whether or not it was a good idea, and it was worth investing yes. yes. And and we found that a lot of people with money. This yeah. invested, or
2: they
1: had like some crazy demand, mm. or, um, but we also found out that it was really, really popular in our market testing with like, with like the average person, yeah. right? And so the thing is that we found out that oh, there is an audience for this thing. It's just that we were focused. With it. A rejection from a big company doesn't mean that there's no audience for it. Yeah, and probably you should yeah. just. Figure out who that audience is for you, and sometimes, and this is a very cold fact. Like when you're starting out, sometimes just throwing something out there is probably and and just understanding that, that that its its purpose is to get you out there, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And accepting that. Don't hold it to the to don't hold it like 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 um what can I say like. It's, If you start saying, Oh my god, this thing is supposed to make a billion dollars. If it does, thank God it did. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't, like just have just name your price before you put it out there. Just say if this thing can just reach at least this number of people, if it can do this this will it's for me, like when we were doing Calavanda, I was like, man, if even one person watches this that's not from my family. I mean like, I I would count that as a win because like there's no reason why anybody should be yeah. about the calabanda. But I was yeah. like, if somebody keeps on it, i yeah. will be happy and they say they like it. Like yeah. it. so like I had my bar really low and that's you need to do that sometimes. You know, I had my I, I had my expectations really high and yeah. I had the bar really low as well. Yeah. So the thing is that I really wanted to achieve big things yeah. but I was open to the to, to I expected for failure. So, I just feel like um, I feel like I feel like uh, it's, it's one of the things that artists, um face a lot. But yeah. I, I will give you this advice: like, fail, failure. You have to you have to actually put failure into your process. And this is something that we do at our studio a lot, which is that yeah. we fail we fail um, internally many times.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, then we fail through market testing. Like come and tell you oh this 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 this, then you you go back, then by the time you release it, um you 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 just kind of like reduce the amount of failure. That's <laughs> <Right>? appreciated. <laughs> 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 yeah. So that's my that, yeah. Just probably it's part of the process. Don't yeah. say oh sitting behind the computer I'm yeah. trying up new things. that's one thing. Mm. But there's also there's also feedback. Eh?
0: So, yeah. yeah. You know you also actually did mention that it took you six. It actually took you two years to make the six minute clip.
1: Yeah. yeah. But then
0: you credited the two years to building the team. Exactly. You know, so like the many people actually out there who have very many, very brilliant ideas and, you know, they wake up to these drafts in the paper and, you know, but like, what was it like? Because I I really struggle with uh, building a team, you know, and whenever I find people that like have an amazing team or perhaps are working with what they have, I tried to ask, how did you actually build this team? What did you what were like the benchmarks that you had in consideration to build a team?
1: Yeah, so um, first of all I'm very team focused. First of all, it has to begin with you. If you are a person looking to build a team, you should be a person looking to build a team. And I and, and what I mean by that is that you have to really understand why you're getting people. So for me, what I did is that I was getting people to do the things that I probably wasn't good at. And so that means that everybody who joined my team in one way or the other was valuable to me. And therefore, what would happen is that when somebody joined the team, and we tried to do it up to now, sometimes you don't get it right, but but most times we did. Um, A person joins the team and they, they they are part of you because they want to be part of you because you have something they don't have. Yeah. And and I never want to bring someone on like I'm doing them a favor. You see? Mm-hmm. But the moment I bring them on like I'm doing them a favor means that I can take that favor away.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I try to hire people based on the fact that I need them and I make it very clear to my teammates like, yo, dude, like you're better better than me at this, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, so that's how I think about it. And like, yeah, it took two years because I had to train people. Some people were good, but they didn't know it. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. um, yeah, some, yeah, they were good and they didn't know it. And other people were, 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 were like, had one toe in, one toe out because it's animation. There's no reason to be, like, what's your future in this thing? Like, yeah.
2: Right, mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and I understood all of those things and I didn't blame anyone for having this talk. And, and I was very clear, like, dude. If this stuff fails, I can guarantee you one thing: you will have the best portfolio out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's always important. I come.
0: Yeah, that's good
1: to Alright, at okay. the end of the day, let's just finish the film. If the film flops, yeah. you will have the best portfolio of out there, and you will get a job. Mm-hmm. You see, so mm-hmm. I kind of went in even expecting that things so would. Sometimes people accuse me of being pessimistic, but I'm not necessarily pessimistic. <laughs> I think it's it, it, uh, it, like I I take into account a lot of scenarios, yeah, yeah. so I make a very intentional decision.
0: As a matter of fact, actually, I I would like to quote off the pessimism uh, theory because there's a quote that actually says that the best way to prepare is to prepare for the worst. <laughs> You know, so <laughs>
1: Most people don't like hearing that, but it's um, uh, I I just I just give the devil his due, eh? like yeah. you have to you have to kind of consider him.
0: Yeah, you have right? to give me respect.
1: So, yeah, you have to consider. Him. <laughs> no planning for you. So. um, but the thing is that yeah, I'm I'm extremely, for I think it, you have to be an extremely optimistic person, even like to yeah. in terms of about in Uganda. Yeah. But if you listen to me extensively, you probably um that i'm always thinking about what could go wrong but mm-hmm. i don't have those conversations because i i think about what's going to go wrong and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm having those conversations so that i'm like if it did go wrong what what could we do That's
0: yeah, how I yeah and, and i don't think it's very hard to actually handle good time okay. you know like if things are going on well they, no one needs to be tutored or trained and how to handle you know when things are going on straight and right and according to plan but it's when things actually go the other way, when things go south. That's when people get slapped in the mouth and people quit. You know, yeah. so if you are, if you as well prepare for that moment before it comes, then you will still have the stamina to continue, even when things don't look as beautiful as you hope them to look like. But nonetheless, as we as we wind down the show, I, I do have, I'm looking at a bunch of questions right here before my face. But I feel like you,
1: you, you keep you keep on going because
0: I think um, um, I think we just have a little more time. Let's All right. Let's let it then. So, you know, you, you, you spoke about uh, having the severe complex, you know, when you're coming back to when you're coming back home because the industry was still young and perhaps people were not so exposed to it. Just like very few people are exposed to podcasts right now. You know, so how did you how did you actually uh, horn off that savior complex? In your mind?
1: Hmm. Um, sorry, I was just a bit distracted. Um, could you just repeat your Because uh, I was replying the email about the um Could you just repeat the question?
0: No worries. So, whilst you were coming back home, mm-hmm. actually, you spoke of the fact that when you were on the flight, or perhaps when you had just landed, yep. you had this uh, mindset that you okay no you you called it a savior complex if i caught you right
1: no i don't i don't don't remember uh, calling it that i don't
0: know my apologies then perhaps i got it wrong but i I did hear something like that but anyway it it was it was more in the understanding that you are coming to establish something that perhaps Mm -hmm. was not so fully recognized and appreciated Mm -hmm. and yet was strongly validated you know, only then to find out that there are actually very many other people that you know are killing the game, but just were not doing it at the best level of execution. So, yeah. I'd like to know what was it that you did that outshined the people that were already doing it?
1: You're using, you're using very strong language, outshining, man. No, but um, okay. So what what I did is this. One, when we came back, I, I analyzed the market, and I said, okay, in order for us to stand out, we have to do something that nobody has done.
2: Hmm.
1: And there's one thing, and yeah, people have done a couple of 3D, like, uh, like somebody's like, oh, yeah, so we did a 3D film. so it wasn't really about doing a 3D film. Yeah. Because uh, like, there were some couple of 3D films, 3D clips going around. And um, what I did is that um, I, I told my teammates, my brother at the time said, like, "We're going to make an award-winning film. That's what we're going to do, mm-hmm. and we're going to aim so high within our, within our, uh, what's it called? Within our limitations, and just see what we can get."
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And
1: the thing that I noticed is that a lot of people have been doing things were like thirty seconds uh, for ads and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. not go around WhatsApp, and um, and I was like, I didn't want to do that. You see, because if I, I, I started doing my research and I found that nearly everyone that was joining my team had never done anything longer than a minute in animation. Okay. And so I kind of used that as a law of averages and I just kind of said, if all these guys haven't done anything longer than a minute, and I haven't seen anything longer than a minute, and I, yeah, sure, there must have been something out there that somebody has done that I probably didn't see. I said, we can't do something that's shorter than a minute. Mm-hmm. We have to do a film, and the thing is that I had already done quite a lot time, was around six minutes as well, like five minutes something, if I'm not mistaken. And we, I told myself, I've already done this. Now I have to extend this to my teammates and make them believe that they can do something longer than a minute.
2: Yeah.
1: And so, I and and it was my hope at the time that if we did a film, um, and it was a really high quality. Uh, we tried our best to then market it. We were basically thinking, we did everything like from scratch, like everything was intentional about the a Calabanda my own Like we were learning about film marketing, we were studying what people like in America did, history of Hollywood, I was engaging my brother about these things, and we were trying to figure out how would we market, should we, do like okay, so these guys usually get celebrities like a named person, so he should get a name person, probably that can be an advantage to your movie. Yeah. So like, let's go and get a name person. So, like, yeah. we, we we tried to approach some, some didn't say yes, some said.
2: Yeah.
1: No, some said, oh, we can't be associated with Taliban. So I was like, dude, just read the script, it's actually funny, it's not sort of evil or anything.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And,
1: uh, yeah, so, so like, uh, thankfully we got who we got. Mm-hmm. And um, and the thing that, all the combination of all those things, because they were very intentional. Um, yeah. When we release the film, because um, you see, we we see the film long before you guys see the film. Yeah. So we had it like done, I think, like three months before we released it, and and even like with the trailer, because like we released our trailer in February, and um, and uh, the film came out in December, and we had a long marketing campaign that all yeah that's that's stuff, that, that stuff that's all built around what we we're observing that the big studios do. Yeah. And So we were just treating our film like we hoped it should be treated by the audience.
2: Yeah.
1: And so I think that we were just always doing something different Uh in the way that we were treating our film anyway. It wasn't like an ad that runs for two weeks and goes away. It was this thing that was with the audience for like a whole year almost before it came out. And so when it came out I think it felt like an event almost. And um, and all our job was to just stick the landing. You see, yeah. So, so the thing is that I think that it really helped us leapfrog because we became the studio that did a long film that was of a particular quality and had was starring these people, mm-hmm. and everyone else kind of had like a clip on WhatsApp or uh, a thing that had gone viral here, which is which is all which is all good. Yeah. But we just kind of stood out with our niche, um, uh, film. So that mm-hmm. it was really it was we were trying our best not to do what everyone else was
0: doing from the start. hmm Sure. For sure. Yeah. If I if I may ask though, if I may ask though, what's what's your most cherished childhood memory?
1: My most cherished childhood memory. Wow, that's a very difficult one. Um let me see, let me see. Um uh, put me on the spot. <laughs> I, think, I think, okay, I'm going to give you one. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to say that it's my most cherished one. I'll just, because I, I need to answer, right? Yeah. So, I have a moment when I, you know, like in school, primary school, sometimes when you do end of your exam, yeah. they would, um, they would, uh, Okay, there was midterm exams and end-of-year exams. And when you're in midterm exams and end-of-year exams, they'll combine you as, um, what is it, they combine you as stream. So instead of being like the, the second out of 40 people, you'd be like the second out of like 100 or something people because that combine all the streams. Yeah. So I remember when I was, uh, and I was really a crybaby on a on uh-huh. or yeah. So when I, so I remember in my P5, I in my midterm exam, I was the 90th out of like I think 160, mm. and I moved badly. And yeah. I remember I was crying. And that was like my parents were not really happy with me. And I remember declaring to them. Um, uh, now I think about this, it's not probably a strange memory, but it's a cool thing to share anyway.
2: Yeah. I remember
1: telling them. I remember telling them that I will not be the. I will be the ninth next time. And when end of year exams came, it it was almost prophetic. I was the ninth out of a hundred or something. <laughs> so so the thing is that, like, um, like that that was really interesting. And I think I think at that point in time, because you know I can't even remember doing those exams. Yeah. You no.
2: Know?
1: Like I feel like the pen was just writing.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I can't remember doing the exams. Mm-hmm. If you ask me about how I wrote those exams, I can't remember. I just remember receiving the results. Yeah.
2: right? Yeah.
1: And I, I was ninth and obviously there yeah, are some issues there that I was supposed to be a bit higher, but I, I asked for 9, so I got 9. Right? So yeah. the thing is that um, I, I got that. I, I think that's probably when I started understanding the power of words. yeah. And um, and I, I usually go back and look at that moment, and mostly because I can't even remember it, saying things out loud, loud yeah. and committing to them and that's who I am. I'm one of those people just
0: No, I, I would like to. Like, I, I wonder. I would wonder on on your opinion, you know, because Akalavanda uh, uh at my at my homework actually did win quite a multitude of awards around the oh. globe, you know. But you did mention, and it also did occur to me as well that he didn't get an award in Uganda. Yeah. To say it. that you you mentioned that it really struck the chord for you, you you felt it, you know. You're like okay. I actually wanted just one from Uganda, even if I didn't get any from anywhere else.
1: Yeah, that was, it was funny because that's the only award I promised my Jimmy, so I actually haven't gotten, haven't gotten any award from Uganda. So I still have to fulfil that, that promise. Actually,
0: what what do you think, though? You would, or perhaps could, or perhaps are doing better on to see to it that you get one next time.
1: Well, I think I've moved faster. with um getting the award. To be honest with you, okay. it would be nice, but um, I feel that now I'm really looking at my award is really social impact and stuff. Like the fact mm-hmm. that I can make a couple of guys who were kind of reject, feeling like they they didn't belong, mm.
2: uh,
1: that they were not living a fulfilled life, and now they work in an animation studio. The fact that they they they're, they're getting what they're doing what they want to do. I think I've, I've kind of learned to appreciate that more than the the award, right? And now I'm just kind of looking into 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 impact. So like if if like the audience um if the audience goes on this journey with me,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: would happily happily like um that would be the greatest of like if they just open they keep on opening up their minds. So like our projects what we're doing, yeah. Sometimes like like if you hear them they sometimes have no permission to exist right yeah and like and like i just kind of have to ease people into understanding what's going on in my head and um then in hindsight it becomes very clear yeah yeah it was easy of course it could have been easy but i was like no i'm trying to fix those people no one was understanding it at the time so Mm -hmm. the thing is that i think that the country did embrace us afterwards anyway and i think um i think that that's that's the most I like, can really ask for from the country. Like, um, if if we were outrightly like not supported in Uganda, that would be so shocking. And I be like, what did you do wrong? But I think yes. we have like good support from Ugandans. And, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 to be fair, there are not many uh, award ceremonies here. So if you miss one, you're probably going to miss one out of the two or three. <laughs> so it's, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm, I'm good with this and. Yes. Um,
0: that was um, a bullet to the chest. Uh, what? That was a bullet to the chest.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, unfortunately. Yeah, it's getting better, but uh, it's the reality of the situation is that. Like right now I'm just trying to figure out and building the an industry. That's 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 what I'm doing. Like I, I I want to see how many other people I can I can affect. Yeah. So that's what I'm focused on now.
0: That's for sure. Actually, if if I may ask, when when you are to you know, let, let me rephrase the question, make it a little bit more simpler. What's your favourite dish?
1: My dish? Uh, well, I am... Uh, uh, what's my favourite dish? There's some random questions we brought here, but... Um, <laughs> my favourite dish... Okay, like here's the thing. This is not going to be a dish, but okay. anyone who knows me knows I love chocolate. I'm like... Mm. I love chocolate. Like... I have a very very interesting relationship with chocolate. I just I was raised really on chocolate. I just love chocolate. We 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 stayed in Europe for for a time, so I think maybe my chocolate love was kind of groomed in in me somehow from there. But like I really love chocolate. So uh, and I love good chocolate. If you bring me bad chocolate, I'll be like, yo, this is bad chocolate. Take it away.
0: So how do you, is is there like a particular brand you would identify to good chocolate?
1: Yeah, uh, I really like Milka. I don't know if Milka is here, but uh, Milka. Milka. Yeah, Milka. Milka is not a, it's not a very common brand here. Okay. And, uh, there's Milka. Um, and then there's uh, what can I say? Uh, I think Milka. Milka. Yes, I I think I recently I got into Ritter Sport. Ritter Sport is pretty good. Okay. Um, and uh, obviously, the greatest hits is Pabllo says what? And they're not paying me to say this. If if so, <laughs> who, who are they? <laughs> right? But if if if, if and all these guys are, are hearing this, they're like, yeah, yes, we're advertising. I'm like, yeah, I just really like the yet, so I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it's
0: just it's just from a true fan.
1: Yeah, and, and those guys who I didn't mention, don't be like, no, nah, we will not whatever this guy because we didn't mention us. Yo, you can just still send
0: me your chocolate, and, eat it
2: and then I'll send another podcast on my messaging.
0: What do you, you well, I mean? mean. <laughs> <laughs> but but like aside from chocolate, you know, because I, I do know you can't have chocolate for lunch, you know. No, of course I don't. I don't. I don't
1: have chocolate for
0: lunch. So what What would you prefer? Like, you know, what would you prefer? What would you What, what would you take be?
1: It's so boring man. I think I think I love a, a, a good burger. That's what I would like. Mm-hmm. I love a really good burger.
0: If what kind burger of burger?
1: Is, oh, the burger has to have something spicy in it. So if it has jalapenos in it, okay. you have you have Like jalapenos, pickles, um uh I, I love that kind of burger. Like I had a I had like a a, a life uh life like what what do call those moments? What 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 is called? Uh, what what is the moment called? Like uh, a transformative moment.
0: A life changing moment.
1: Life life changing, rather. Ah, damn it! And and it's recorded, People hardly me complaining.
0: Hey I. you're human. <laughs> yeah,
1: life life changing moments. When I I bit into a burger when we were in France at Cannes, I was like, holy moly, this is a burger I've been waiting for <laughs> all my life. <laughs> so yeah, so if you tell me one way, like I think I probably like like that burger.
0: Do you remember <laughs> the type of burger?
1: Yeah, it was a jalapeno crunch burger, man. And it was what? from it was it was it was from a place called uh I know what it's called but I think I've mentioned too many brands here, yeah, they're probably getting too much advertising.
0: jalapeno so,
1: <laughs> jalapeno crunch. And, and and I took it with a with a milkshake. It was like okay. a it was a, it was a it was a burger made out of steak. I'm giving away the place in, in what in my description, but it was a burger made out of steak. The party was made out of steak. Okay. And some, I think, crunchy onion rings in it. Okay. So man, You're even me me hungry,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm making you hungry. I am fasting right now. My my my. <laughs> oh man, I, I missed you. My glance are... out after Ramadan, man. Sorry. I hope this, is, this goes out after Ramadan because so I don't have definitely. to definitely. <laughs> this make some of the viewers feel uncomfortable. Definitely comes out after Ramadan. <laughs>
1: Cool,
0: but I guess um, I get to experience it now. But um, you know, as, as we come to the as we come to the final, of course, you know, we still have to conclude this because uh, the listeners are normally accustomed to sixty minute stretches and plus or minus fifteen. But uh, you say there some jokes that were removed in you know the making of. <laughs> You know, I'd like to know, like, could you could you please, like, give the audience, like, like three jokes that were removed? Because I do, I do feel like, you know, the the joke, honestly, when I watched it, I was like, I, I feel like some more jokes could have been, you know, in this joint. But wow. when I mentioned, yeah, actually, some jokes were removed, I was like, oh, that makes sense.
1: Um, well, some jokes are removed because when we do you, testing, we realize that we are a little bit, you know, you know, the jokes that you tell you and your friends tell each other, but when you go and tell everyone else, you realize that they're not that funny to everybody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so like, uh, we had one joke. Um, I don't even know if it was a joke, but that's violent. We had um, so instead of the girl who thinks Amia, uh, yeah. we had a, we had a boy there before and basically Mr. Ketch grabs him by the head and threw him out of the window. Because so we were trying to show how intense he was, right?
3: Yeah.
1: And then we were like, we showed it to, like, a, like I think it so was was it a mom or a teacher? I can't remember, I think one of my answers. Why did he throw that kid out of the window? That is so bad. Why yeah. would you take a teacher like that? That's and I was true. like, oh, wow, if we do this, teachers, teachers will really feel bad. Yeah. So we took that joke out, and it was really funny <laughs> to a lot of cynical people out there. But like, it was, um, but it wasn't really considering a certain profession. So we kind of took it out. There's it only so far we could take this all.
0: Mm-hmm. And then the
1: other one was like, you know, you see, he gets the meter
0: rules out of his shirt. Yes. Now that one is that that really killed <laughs> my spine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we really discussed different places where to go
1: and get that thing from. So mm-hmm. like we have to find a place where. It would have been there the entire time when somebody watches it, but you just didn't see it, yeah, so at some point we had it as his dog, it was like a flexible meter roll,
3: yeah,
1: and um it it was funny, right, yeah, but yo man, it was kind of too ridiculous yeah have a was so, so, so kind of like that um. And then it, uh, I think this one here is a really joke, but what's very interesting is that people need to understand that some of these things were kind of added. You talk about things that were removed, but some things that were, were added. Mm-hmm. Like, right. like um, for example, the girl, um, and, I, and I say this a lot, but um, I, I kind of think it's like it, it taught me a lot about audiences, market testing. Yeah. And how do you create something that a lot of people might want to watch? Or least the majority of people might want to watch. Yeah. that in our original draft of the Caraban Day about no girls talk. Yeah. And we hadn't noticed. And so the thing is that and we had girls on the team and they didn't notice too. I think it's like just this, uh, um institutionalized <laughs> um what we just kind of see things in a particular way. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we kind of took it around for market testing and then finally some girl pointed out like, I really liked it, Like we were getting like, 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 ladies want into it as much as, as ladies of a particular age. Yeah. We're not into it as much as, um, The men. Right. Right? Yeah. And then some girl said like, you know, there's no girl talking in here. And I was like, wow, we had, we've been working on this thing and we hadn't noticed that. So we like, we completely removed, we removed the boys. This was after we changed the joke. Okay. And yes. um, so we replaced it to the girl, and we actually put that, that's actually the only speaking part in the, the girl speaking part in the entire film. Yes. And we, did it, we decided to put it in the trailer because we realized that this was the way that we could actually get the female audience on our side as well. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it, it was that strategic. I told you like, a lot of things were intentional about this, we didn't just edit something there. Yes. So um. Yeah, so that was interesting, and even like the character of uh, Chibe, his friend, for long periods of time in the in the, in the film development, he didn't even exist. Yeah, it was just about Kenzo and the uh, and the teacher, mm-hmm. and so it was quite interesting. He was actually cast really late, mm-hmm.
2: and
1: uh, because we just added him in, I and mean, when you look at the film now, you can't even imagine the film without him.
0: Yeah, but it okay.
1: was just added in.
0: For sure, for sure. So if I may ask, if I may ask, two more questions and we'll be leaving. What sure. are you working what are you working on right now?
1: Well what right what, now what can
0: we on. expect from you?
1: Right you now we're working on a on. couple of, a couple of projects. Um so we have our animated series that we're working on and um I I do not want to announce it here if in case um before it was previously called Superstar Sudy, that we changed the name. But depending on your you put that, that um, I, uh, I don't want to mention the the name. So, um, it, uh, so we're working on that. We've been working on it for a while, and and um, we are now going into longer form content, which is where it's very it's really hot right now. Everyone wants content, so we're trying to sell an animated series. Um. And then um, we're working on a couple of other projects, like this is for like some clientele. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so Creatures Isn't Sleeping, like we, we kind of look like people who, like I remember when we were developing a color-landed homework and everyone was like, dude, it has been how many months, you're not releasing it. Have you failed? You just redid a trailer, you've got that <laughs> The thing is that like, like the sleeping, like there's some things that you have to, like the projects change so much. Yeah. development. For sure. That, that um by the time we release it we're probably comfortable with what oh we're, we're probably comfortable for you guys guys to see what it is mm-hmm so that we can get your feedback then we'll go through another round of marketing and and feedback and stuff like that before that actual thing comes out. so we're working on an immediate series right now and also a couple of short songs so that's what we're doing it's an actual adventure immediate series
0: when would it be released in in, in what in the how, how? In what period can we expect something? What period? Growth well, period.
1: You're more you're most likely to get um something from the short films or working with our clients. Uh, maybe towards the end of the year, more likely to get that than our own personal films.
0: Which comes um, for those? Just so that we could look out for them. Uh, bigger ones. Which, would would you mind uh, naming out the clan so that we can be no, more... Uh, I'm, at the, I'm
1: at the NDA, I cannot. Okay, <laughs> but, but the thing is that, uh, yeah, I cannot. And, but the thing is that if so, um, if, but when, when, you see the, when you see it, you will probably have me on again, hopefully, if I was interesting enough, and you say, Definitely. oh, what was the one you're talking about? Then you'll be like, oh my God, this girl is really keeping a lot of things quiet. <laughs> so, so the thing is that I'm, I'm also extremely, when it comes to my work, yeah. Like, yo man, you, you unless I want to know something, you mm-hmm. will
0: not know. What's the signature so, thing about your work though that even if you know, I may not necessarily be I can be like, Okay, this is mm-hmm. Malinga did this. What's the signature thing about your works?
1: I think one of the things about um the work that I I have developed and I also aim to develop, especially the original content, is that it's it's usually made in a way that it targets both adults and kids
0: simultaneously
1: and, yeah and, and the thing is that we never make it stupid uh or dumb like oh oh my god because we think that kids are like not clever because if you talk to a kid especially kids of these days they're really clever
3: yeah right? yeah
1: and like uh, we 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 talk to our audience as if they were they they were fully grown adults,
2: mm-hmm. right?
1: But we don't. And and I think we're kind of we we're not going to go into the raunchy stuff. I don't think not yet at least. Yeah. But but um, one thing that you will know is that our our films will always have a sense of uh, well, this is just my thing. Like I feel like a grandma and her grandchild should be able to watch this, our films together. Yeah. So, and uh, that dad should also sit there and feel like, oh, that's, there's something in there for me. And so that we're trying to cut everything for everyone. It's just, it's just that I feel like um, I, I have some messages that I want to, 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 to share with people in the projects that we're, coming, uh, we're doing. And I really hope that it's my way of impacting people. So if I can reach a maximum number of people, that's how I'm going to rank my song. So we do a lot of market testing to see if a dad can watch it if a grandma can watch it, if a kid can watch it, you see. And then films basically are like that. And uh, I think there are things that it has a lot of uh, random premises. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 I think some of the ideas that come out of, not only my head, people like Keith said, I think it's just because we've been hanging around because of going up, that people don't care to have crazy these things. Yeah. We have, like, some of this stuff really shouldn't work. Right. Yeah. So that, but like we just kind of go for it anyway, and so we we take that joke that you tell your friends and kind of structure it and try to make it work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So the taliban is my found the thing. Like, hey, man, you gay, man? Can you do a taliban? Is my own hey. Mm. And when it stays in your room, yeah. yeah. But then, and then, but then we had the ability to go and take that seriously for two years. Yeah. Yeah. So so. So what you can look out for in my my work is basically I I am very I'm a big fan of I'm not to i the most original person out there but mm-hmm. I'll say that I'm a big fan of doing a lot of things that seem so bizarre but when you see them you like, that just makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. right that, that it 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 works
0: yes right? yes yeah.
1: yeah. so that's what I'll say.
0: last question last question. No problem. And it will be to be. I do understand we've really cooked a little of of time, so I'll just make sure this is the last one. What advice would you give to someone that would want to be in your shoes today but is still in their starting phases of the process? Mm-hmm.
1: I think, I think, I, I don't know. I, I know I've answered this question somewhere else, and uh, I, I don't have a prepared answer, so I don't know if I'll what I said last time. So... <laughs> um, maybe that's that's incentive for the listeners to go and listen to me talk again because I
0: don't think it in different podcasts. I would suggest so, we I would just give them the 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 realest the rawest you know yes. and the most crude because so someone someone out there is expecting something cute and fancy you know but like I, I do know like you know like you said it's always you know th- there is that tormenting and difficult stuff to go through. Yeah. The early stages that you know when you're sexy people are, people only see the accolades but they never see, you know, the effort. Yeah. You know, so like what are some of those very tormenting and draining situations and moments that someone who wants to be in your shoes right now should breast themselves for right now? Yeah,
1: that's so negative, right? Let's not talk about the negative things, but, you know, I'm just joking, but, but, but really no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, Um, I, I guess your question, but I'll just answer it my way, like, um, I would say, okay. all right. but I would say, and my advice to anyone who is trying to, and first of all, I find that flattering, that anyone wants to be in my shoes, because my shoes look very, very confused and crazy at the moment, right now. Yeah. so much stuff up here. So be careful what you wish for that's, <laughs> and that's my message but you anyway, know um I would say that um, for me I think I would tell you first of all, ask yourself what are you good at you yeah right yeah because I think that a lot of people try to emulate what other people have done,
2: yeah
1: and they try to walk. Uh, they try to follow your journey, and it's a good way of learning and also keeping things monkey see, monkey do. But you can only follow my journey up to a certain point. You have to acknowledge, one, I went to Malaysia and studied. Mm-hmm. Like, I was completely fortunate to get that chance to go. Yeah. A good growth, mm-hmm. right? yeah. If you acknowledge the fact that you don't have that, you should ask yourself, what do you have or what do you have access to? Mm-hmm. And just like when I went to Malaysia and I didn't know how to draw, I knew that whenever the guy knew how to draw was sleeping, I had to be practicing drawing. Yeah. You see. Mm-hmm. And so if if I and this is funny, I might be talking to my competitors right now, but it's okay. So I I, I think the industry needs to grow and need as many storytellers as possible. <laughs> but my thing is that if you listen to if you listen to my journey, don't think that going to Malaysia will solve your problems. So we mm-hmm. want to no mm-hmm. games the class. We started like eighty people and mm-hmm. we graduated, I think twenty. Yeah. Right? Not everybody is going to get that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I
2: think
1: twenty or thirty. Then I think that you should just start with what do I have? What's my circumstances? What am I going to do? What do I have access to? What am I good at?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as I said in the beginning of this podcast, like that advice of know what you're good at and it will give you the confidence to actually tackle all the other things. It doesn't matter if you haven't gone to Malaysia, it won't matter if you haven't gone to USA, it won't matter if you don't have connections, blah, 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 blah. If you know what you're good at, right? Start using it as a weapon. You're like, oh, I'm a guy who really, really, really knows how to talk. Oh, I'm a guy who really, really knows how to draw. I'm a guy who really, really knows computers. Like, those are the things that will attract people to you. Mm -hmm. And that is how you will start building your network and, and go on your own journey and like somebody will come and ask you, please tell us how to prepare you and you will tell them hopefully the same thing I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, because like the thing is that like I can sugarcoat this up and say, keep working hard,
2: keep yeah, working hard. Uh, but,
1: Yo, I worked hard for a while and it felt like I was a movie. So I know, I know, I know what it feels like, right? Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that, um, and I'm very raw and honest about this, like that. Uh, I hope I stay this way in, in the coming years. I hope uh, I don't become fake or anything. But I really believe that, that, that if you find what you put good at, and it's a model that I use at my studio as well, which is basically somebody comes in and I ask them what do you like to do and what don't you like to do. Yeah. And I try my best to give them, you know, what do you want to do? What do you like to do? You know, what can you do? What do you want to do? What do you yeah. like to do? And uh, what don't you like to do? So, like, if you so you ask all these questions, then I'm like, I will never give you. I'll try my best unless we're really pressed in the studio. Yeah. Um, I'll try my best to never expose you. To stuff that you don't like to do because you never you don't want you won't want to wake up to come to work, right? For sure. So, uh, there are guys in my studio who have never animated, right? Mm. And the who, yeah, they've never animated. They come and draw, right? Because that's what you want to do and what what's what likes to do. Yeah. Right? Then so there's another person who likes to draw but really wants to learn how to animate. So yeah. you start giving them like small animation projects here mm-hmm. and there, right? Mm-hmm. And so you give them a reason to come to work. And mm. um, I personally just feel like it's a good way of growing and that, and I'm speaking from experience because so that's what I did. I went into a animation class and to be fair, like I I, I, I dabbled with some software, mm-hmm. right? But my I, I was I was very intimidated at artistically. I, I have received my, my roommates in in Malaysia can tell you how I used to sweat and not understand things. So yeah. I thought that I, I, there are people there who can
0: very much i i personally want to appreciate you you know because i feel like i have really learned very many gems in real time versus the people that will get to listening you know and i do say this very much you know on the show and perhaps my audience is really frustrated you know listening to this but <laughs> for the most part i do this for selfish reasons you know <laughs> nah man it's oh,
1: cool man I, yes. I i promise myself that i i i'm incredibly um I want to be curious. I want, I want that I am curious, but I want to be curious. I find people interesting, yeah. and if somebody reaches out to me, I'm probably going to give them a chance to talk
0: to them. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. I do understand the schedule is very busy. I really appreciate it. You have no idea, you know. on On behalf of my on behalf of my listeners as well, we really thank you very much for jumping on the show, and thank you so much for sharing all the information. You know, and I do know there is quite a lot that you know, you have been able to encompass over the years, but what I do know for sure is that you've given us the best off of all the experience that you've gathered, you know, with time. So we really appreciate you and thank you very much for jumping on the show with us. Man,
1: thanks for the opportunity too. And uh, this is also a pleasure
0: for me and good job, man. You're a good interview. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. I really am very humbled if you say that, you know. Best yeah, off man. of your experience, it really humbles me. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Cool, man.
0: Alright, please get some food.
1: Ah, I, I know, I'm going to go to another meeting, so uh, I'll get food when I get food, man.
0: Perhaps some sugar, then.
1: <laughs> I already had some sugar, so that's why, that's why I asked this podcast to do. Was so some sugar, man. So.
0: Chocolate, then.
1: <laughs> Alright, sure, so, man, I, I really have to go then. Okay.
0: Alright, take care. Thank you very much.
1: Alright.